pickaxe. At what point, if you're making good music often, are people not going to want to tune in? That's just like a recipe for success. It's like same with like clothing. You make good music or good clothing often. Why wouldn't people want to buy it? You make good food all the time, new recipes. Why wouldn't people want to come to the restaurant? There's just so much music. And like if you don't compete with the output of music, there's 46,000 songs on Spotify every single day. I do a lot of meditation and I, 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 I practice mindfulness because my brain will explode. I'm just a human and there's too much data and information being passed into my brain. That's one of the, the, the probably the best things that I've been able to teach myself is like actually forcibly taking a step back when things are getting too hot. Um, How do you know when things I, are getting too hot? Oh, I can feel it. You know, it's like your nervous system's just firing. So welcome. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for uh, coming on. We really appreciate it. Oh, absolutely. Um, so let's just start with this. What what would you like to go by today? How, how would you like me to refer to you? You can call me Alex. A lot of people call me baby, and like I like that too. Don't get me wrong, but um, you know, I'll take what I can get. I think Alex works. Do you hear feedback coming from my headphones or or no? Not at all. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. I think it's great. Um, Have you got the water? I got the tea. It is. Nice. Yeah. No. So, sometimes people mistake this for water. It's actually water. No, I'm kidding. It's it's water. <laughs> um, yeah. So Alex, help me understand a little. I mean, is there anything in particular that you want to talk about today, or anything that um, you maybe I can help you with? Still, I mean, like just being a musician is a lot. Um, yeah. At least all of my like musical friends that I work with and talk to, all kind of go through some of the the same things oh. i feel like uh there's like a lot of like self-deprecation and self-doubt that you know i think this also probably like encompasses just like the parameters of being a content creator because like you assess your self-worth and validation like almost exclusively off like analytics and statistics mm. um Unfortunately, I haven't figured it out yet. So, sure. but I, you know, I think over the past like two years with COVID and everything, I've definitely have gotten, you know, okay with it. Uh, with, for instance, I, I I had a song, La La La. I don't know if you've heard it. And it just kind of went, usually my songs would go like this, but this song just went like straight parabolic. Um, and I was like, oh, man, like, this is it. This is the start of my career. Like, this is, like, I'm going to be huge. I'm going to be huge. But in, in actuality, you know, things, everything comes in waves. And, you know, it ended up going down. And there was a massive uh, psychological issue within myself because I was like, damn, you know, how am I supposed to deal with not everything hitting the hitting as well as the other songs and, and, and what like that. So I was like, no one really prepared me for that. God bless that. Like, you know, I went to university and I'm, I'm relatively like a spiritual individual that like, uh, you know, I was educated enough to like, be like, seek, seek, seek help. And, and, um, I was like, just happy that I was, you know, I had a good, uh, good upbringing and everything. Cause I was like, I don't know if I would have been able to deal with this. Mm. And, uh, you know, it's, it's it's weird because it's like it's all so positive, 
and yet there's so many negatives with it yeah you know right um i and no yeah no one explained that shit to me and it's like damn you know like yeah. what the hell yeah. but it and it's also kind of like I'm, I'm sure like twitch streamers feel the exact same way like i've done a fair amount of twitch streaming and it's like if you don't keep up like things go down if you don't keep up and it's like it's petrifying you know it's like dang this is like my livelihood like i needed to work um so that in itself is just kind of worrisome um but yeah i mean that's just like one of a bajillion things that i like course that course through my brain probably daily um wow wow yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah um i i guess thank you so much for sharing all that alex i think there's just so much there can i kind of just reflect back kind of what i heard yeah easy easy um so it sounds like you grew up with uh you know some amount of advantages like it sounds like you know you had maybe supportive family you sort of have a spiritual outlook on things you've uh, done some college gone through college and and that you have a lot to sort of be grateful for right so like you had you had particular songs and stuff that were hits and and there was a lot of growth but it's kind of confusing because no one really prepares you for the roller coaster exactly and, and what, no one. what you would think is that like on balance if you take all of the gains and all of the losses you are so far ahead but that's not sometimes how it feels that's not how your mind actually yeah. looks at it right because your mind is so damn relative and and what it always does is compare to what you've done recently as opposed to looking at like the summation of what you have to be grateful for and then that's kind of confusing because there's a part of you that's sort of like well, I shouldn't, you know, I should feel hype about this. And there are parts of you that feel hype about this. But also, like, sometimes it's kind of weird because, like, your mental is sort of, like, not doing what you would expect it to do. And then yeah. it's kind of confusing e even further because then it's sort of like, well, like, even when I look at things on balance, if everything is, in the end, a net positive, like, and that's not enough to raise my mood or whatever, then how do I navigate this? Right. Yeah, exactly. And I, I've, I've definitely felt like there are so many situations where, well, my manager knows it for firsthand that I, I sent him yesterday. I was like, look, man, things aren't moving as well as they should be. Like, we got to go harder. And it's like, yeah, you know, I was looking out, I was having a cup of ginger tea. And I was looking, I drink ginger tea every day because it's, I will die without it. Um, I was looking outside the window. And I was like, dude, what the fuck? Like, what am I doing? You know, I like I'm I'm really happy. I'm so fortunate. But I remember when I bought my apartment, my mom was like, congrats. Like, you, you really have done this. Like, you, 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 you know. <laughs> and I just, I, like, I didn't even, like, I bought my fucking apartment. I didn't even, I didn't even think about it. Yeah. You know, I was so distracted. I've been so distracted and so incredibly, like, um, uh, just caught up in my own shit that, like, I haven't noticed and I haven't taken steps back ever. And I, I'm like, I'm now I know that I need to relax sometimes, but unfortunately I'm kind of worried about this year. I have like a hundred extra shows until the end of the year. Sure. So it's going to be very, it's going to be very busy. Um, but like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm figuring out met, you know, like the methods and, and like practices on how to like self reflect a lot more than I used to, which is good. And a very, I think a relatively healthy uh, practice um yeah it also sounds t tough because i'm sort of hearing you say like if things don't go well right you gotta go yeah, harder 
It sucks. You got to go hard. I mean, but if things are going well, you can't slow down. Exactly. So you've got two options, right? You got to go harder and you can never slow down. So there's yeah. just there's just one, you know. And so how do you take a step back? It sounds like you have developed some degree of like keeping yourself sane through certain methods and practices and, and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah man, it's tough. I, I, I'd love it to is. talk about this if you're, you know, if that's what I'm. That's why I'm here, baby. Talk, that's why I'm here. So talk to me, Alex, about being a musician. Tell me about that. What's it's it like? really like a beautiful thing. You know, I started making music because I I was with a bunch of my friends. We were smoking a bunch of weed and we laughed over beats. And <clears throat> immediately at that moment, I was like, this is really fun. You know, like this shouldn't have been as fun. Like the creative process of just like making something and like making which I wouldn't call art back then, but sure, it's called art. Um, Why wouldn't you call it you art? Know. Well, the first song was not art. <laughs> that was uh, that was some crazy, yeah. Um, but now, you know, now I call it, sure, it's art. Um, uh, you know, I don't think I make like Kendrick Lamar level music, but the goal is to obviously get to that point where it's my music is so undeniably like good that people just will allow me to be baby no money and forever um and uh yeah being a musician it's 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 very interesting and i i wasn't that musical when i was growing up uh, my mom forced me to play piano but i couldn't read um so i just kind of like you could found... read piano or like oh, yeah, music? yeah I, can read, no, 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 I can read trust me <laughs> okay. i can i can read piano uh or, or like notes and and i still actually struggle with like keys but i think i have a real relatively good like understanding of what sounds good and what doesn't um and i think that's more important in itself than actually having like the technicalities of making music it's just like being creative and then just like being okay with whatever you're making um what what is what, doing no, keep no go going. ahead sorry I just oh, have but, like, yeah. everything you say. I have so many questions, but just keep going, and I'll I'll That's great. That's jot great. it down. Um, I guess being a musician is great. Doing shows, you know, it's kind of interesting because from an outsider's perspective, you would assume that I've been making money from shows, but it is very difficult to make money doing shows. And, you know, that's not obviously end all be all. But like, I remember when I would go watch people at like 500 capacity shows, I'd be like, dude, he must be making so much money. Like, he's so cool. Like, but in actuality, you're just like losing money so because you're like paying for production. You're making this show like you're paying people. And it's like you're a business that is, uh, you know, uh, allotting other businesses to flourish, essentially. Like, and it's great. I, you know, my my videographer who is one of my best friends now uh well he calls himself the the, the director now um he has a kid and he's bought a house and i i genuinely feel like i provided him a lot of money and he bought a house and he's happy and it's like I, you know it's just like he like fired a bunch of other people or not fired but like stopped working on other projects and like just kind of works on mine and it's beautiful and like i have offered the ability to do that for him and 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 we both like always reflect and we're like dude like Every time I go over to make a music video, it's more like a, it's like a retreat because we just talk about everything. We talk about health and, and like wellness and everything. And, uh, yeah, I don't really know what else to say other than that, but if you have some questions, we can riff on those. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm just sort of, you're talking about doing a bunch of shows and how maybe you don't make as much money as you think. So maybe baby, no money for real, you know? Um, you know, it's, it's weird because my dad, my dad's ran, uh, like a housewares business for 
like 40 years with his with his father. And he was like, if you spend more than 7% on advertising, you're losing. Hmm. And I'm like, 7%? I've spent, I'm spending like 75% of my hmm. gross income. And it's like, oh. But I, I have a weird relationship with money. We can talk about later too. But uh, um, but yeah, ask me some so, questions. Yeah, so so tell me, you, you say that you have a feeling of what sounds good. Help me understand, wh- where does that come from? Well, when you make music that is just like object- objectively dog shit for four years, and then you end up making music that is just objectively decent, you kind of just know what's happening. Like I've made like 700 songs probably, and... You know, I don't make music as much as I used to anymore. Yeah, it's a lot. And like only a hundred have seen light of day because you make a bunch of garbage. Um, You just like kind of figure it out. You know, I don't really know how to explain it. You, you, you know, when you know you made a good song, like, you know, you made a good song and you usually make it really fast. And when you make it really fast, you're like, oh, wow, like this one's going to connect. I know it's going to connect. And you have this weird, like, deep, profound feeling that it'll work. Everything will, everything, everything with that song will work. And just, like, things kind of magically just put themselves into place where it's, like, it seems like it's luck, but it's not. And, uh, yeah, that I guess that's the best, like, descriptor of how to know what sounds right or how to know what sounds good. You also need to be, like, pretty tapped in with, with what, popular music is the sound of popular music at the current state because like for instance look at drake like his next song you know like there's gonna be a new genre that's popping because of tiktok and then like little do you know drake's gonna make like the exact same song that's like in the biggest song in the world and then his relevancy is still at key so mm. that's just that's just how you do it i don't know if he's necessarily doing it himself i can't really see him being on tiktok 24 7 but if he is then god bless drake yeah, so that that's so interesting because what I'm hearing from you, Alex, is like this almost like duality between, on the one hand, keeping up with trends, on the one hand, grinding, on the one hand, this sort of very like external process of making music, and on the flip side, also like almost a spiritual process, which has nothing to do with that, which is less this sort of like deep, profound feeling that you have where you like you kind of know that you're like giving birth to something, right? And it's not calculated. It's not based on trends. And and you kind of just feel it and it starts coming out really fast and you just feel really good about it. No, 100%. I think uh, it's interesting. I've done done my fair share of like dabbling with the, you know, medicinal and non-medicinal drugs. And uh, when you're making a hit song, there's nothing better. Like I, you, you know, it, it's like euphoria. I, I can't explain it. Like you, you just like, you're sitting there and everything's just flowing out of you. And it's like, you know, I'm not the best freestyler. I'm not the most, I wouldn't say I'm like the most creative individual. If I was, you know, my career would probably be bigger, but you just feel it. And it's like, it's like, uh, it's like, you know, when you like crush on a girl, you know, uh, and you like love them for like the the first infatuation period. It's kind of like that hmm. when you're making a song. You're like, damn, dude. You know, you start feeling yourself. You maybe take your shirt off in the studio and like you start sweating with the boys. And and it, it, yeah, it's like a really really good time. And I you know I make front I I make music with my friends because I'm so much more comfortable with them. And like, it's just like making music with your friends. There's nothing better. And 
you know, creating and that's the beauty of being an artist is like the creative perspective, like, you know, having to be creative and, you know, you, you get accoladed because you're creative and, and like, you know, when you see that it's, it's kind of like the same concept of being like a stand-up comedian. I, I feel like a little bit less hectic because the stand-up comedians are like exclusively like they require a laugh. Mm. Whereas like, you know, we have more emotions that we can like go with. Um, um, but dude, yeah. life's good. I so, mean, so help me understand. What do you think it is that allows you to get to that state of connection? What are the things that sort of allow you to create your best music? What goes into that? I mean, coffee for sure. <laughs> um, I mean, if, if, if you're living in the 2022s, you know, and you're not a coffee addict, then you're not doing it right. In my opinion, I have like so many gut issues that like drinking coffee is like a double-edged sword for me. So I still do it because I'm addicted. And, you know, when I tour, I don't. So when I when I have a coffee, it's like, wow, it's fabulous. Yeah, hmm. It's like, it's so, it's like the one thing in life that is always going to be there and it's always going to be good, you know. I don't know if you drink coffee like that, but I fucking love coffee. Um, but as far as like mentally where my head's at when I'm in that, like in the zone... I have no idea because if I if I knew I would, you know, regurgitate the knowledge of like yeah. me pinpointing. But <clears throat> so maybe we can talk because I, I have some ideas about that. I've worked with a lot of different creators, musicians, um, also like people like athletes. And even when I've worked with people like traders or professional poker players, like we'll talk a lot yeah. about, you know, kind of getting into that zone. And, and I'm especially thinking about people in finance where they sort of like, or poker, uh, where they, um, they can almost like predict the future, like in an eerie kind of way, right? Where it, it almost sounds similar to me of, of your process where you're taking in a lot of information, but the process of putting that information together mm -hmm. is not really conscious. And then like, it almost becomes like, you, you have to read what's going on in, in finance and trends and, and, you know, what's happening with bond prices and cryptocurrency and all that kind of stuff. But then, like, it kind of goes deep inside you in some way. And then it, like, you know, stews for a while and then something comes out of it. Yeah, I mean, I've definitely – because living in Vancouver, British Columbia, um, there's usually no sun. So – sads are a super real thing here and every time like there's a period of where i'm staying uh in like the off season i would say um and then i go to la and there's sun i'm just like so happy everything's bottled up like the emotions are bottled up and i just usually do like uh like a sporadic spree of of writing music and i usually write like an album in a month and i just like bang it all out and uh maybe that's it i Okay. I have no idea. It's very profound. Yeah. Um, it's it's super profound. Uh, you know, I never expected to be a musician. So I'm glad that I've been able to experience these emotions and like, and like do what I want to do every day. Like, you know, people always ask me like, yeah, like, what's what's it like? And I'm like, what it is, is the best way to describe it is you get up in the morning and you get up. You don't lie in bed. I don't, I don't remember the last, I mean, the last time I laid in bed was, I was incredibly hungover, but you know, like 
that's the only time I would like lie in bed because I'm like, okay, my body like genuinely needs it rather than like me just waking up on a normal day and be like, oh, I just want to get to work. I like, I just want to like work on this because everything I put into it is like directly correlated with like an increase or, or, or more success. And mm. it, it's so refreshing and uh, rewarding to be able to like have my own hand in things, you know? I have a friend that works at a Facebook and he was just like, he's just like furious. He's like, dude, like I'm way too creative for this. Like mm. I'm, I'm doing X, Y, Z every day and that's all I get to do. And then I'm like, but that's kind of nice. Like, you know, you're doing X, Y, Z, you're getting, you're getting paid for it. You, you have a great, great life now and you don't have to be creative. You don't have to expend those, yeah. like those stores. Right. So I've always just been like, damn, if I could work a nine to five, that would like progress my career to the point where it's like progressing it, like actually genuinely progressing it. I'd be stoked, but it's, it's just too difficult. Like, you know, you know, when you have all these social medias and all these, like all this data in your front of your, in front of your eyes, all you want to do is just keep feeding the data machine. Yeah, it is. It is, you know, the tricky thing about feeding the data machine, especially when it comes to our mind is, the more we feed it, the more it grows and the hungrier it gets. It's nuts, isn't it? It's crazy. Um, I wish there were no social media, but then I would not be a musician. Yeah, I wish there wasn't. So you know. can you help me understand something, Alex? You mentioned that you're, you'll be in Vancouver, British Columbia for a while. And then when you go down to L.A., you mentioned you use the phrase bottled up emotions. So I was a little bit confused. Does that mean when you get down to L.A., you start bottling them? Or when you get down to L.A., oh, you no. uncap them? I just, I cannot deal with not having sun. In Vancouver, it rains like 75% of the days of a year, and it's piss. And, uh, you know, it's sunny in Vancouver now, and it, it, it's interesting. My mom calls me every single time it's sunny, if that makes sense. So... She's so happy. She's like, oh, I want to talk about the day. I want to do this. I want to do that. Whereas, like, when you go down to L.A., it's just sunny every day. And people, people like, people are so spoiled down there. It's <laughs> nuts, man. They are spoiled. And, uh, yeah, it's just bottled up. I'm just, like, ready to write usually. And then, you know, it's like an expungement of sunlight and vitamin D when you walk down there, you know, I like always, my manager always sees me just like lying outside on the pavement, just soaking up the rays, like shirtless in his neighborhood. So, uh, yeah. So, so it sounds like the emotions come out. Oh, yeah. Okay. For sure. And then when you're in Vancouver, they're, you they're, kind they're of. They're usually positive because I'm in a better mood to Got be it. down there. So it's not like, it's not like I'm, you know, expelling the negative. Well, perhaps I am, but it, it definitely feels more positive. And so tell me a little bit, Alex, about how you manage. So you mentioned that you develop certain methods, methods or practices that sort of help you keep you sane and, and maybe like you stay grounded with. Can you tell us a little bit about that? So I do a lot of meditation um, and I, 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 I practice mindfulness because my brain will explode. I am just a human and there's too much data and information being passed into my brain. Um, you know, I studied kinesiology at university and I know the benefits of exercise. So I will sometimes slap myself in the face and be like, I need to go to the gym because I'm being anxious for literally nothing. And, you know, 
I'm having some crazy intrusive thoughts that I just know will be gone if I go for a 10 minute jog. Um, and, you know, I can't really stress the benefit of physical activity. You know, I used to be an athlete. Um, it helps you sleep. It helps you eat. helps your, you digest. It helps you be more of a man, be more of a woman. Um, it helps you. Literally, I. it's the best thing you could probably do for yourself. Um, so I know that deep down that whenever I, you know, I talk to some fans that are like, oh, I'm like anxious, I'm depressed. Like, what am I supposed to do? And I'm just like, I always, I'm like, I guarantee you, you will feel better if you do like 30 minutes of cardio every single day for like a month. Just give it a shot. And like, they always come back to like, damn, how'd you know? And I was like, bro, it's like, it's not, the information is out there. Um, but uh, it feels good that I can like actually provide some like relatively decent information because of my degree, even though I don't use my degree and it's completely waste of my money. But it was, it was, eh, I got educated. It's good. And I learned how to uh, <laughs> copy from text and not get caught. So would you look at that? Um, eh. Does that kind of answer the question? Yeah. So you, so you mentioned you meditate. Um, you mentioned that exercise is really important, especially for managing some of your, your thoughts and stuff. Um, w when you say meditate, can you help me understand what you mean? Well, I, uh, I just do like guided meditation. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's impressive that like a 10 minute to 20 minute of just like breathing, like proper breathing and like, like forcing yourself to relax and forcing your like train of thought to be somewhere else is like, dude, it's, it's nuts how much it helps sometimes. Like if I'm overwhelmed, I like, I have to take a step back. And, uh, cause it's just like, what's the point of being overwhelmed? Like I already have gray hair. I don't need any more. And, uh, I think that's one of the, 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 probably the best things that I've been able to teach myself is like actually forcibly taking a step back when things are getting too hot. Um, how do you know when things I, are getting too hot? Oh, I can feel it. You know, it's like your nervous system's just firing. Like, um, I was talking to my, my therapist uh, a couple of days ago and she was, uh, she was saying like, yeah, when you're in a room with someone that is, is feeling hot, like you can feel it mm. and like consciously feel it because like nervous systems can like, kind of like communicate with each other. So, um, I found that really interesting because like I've been in several, several situations where people are like, you know, hypothetically mad at me or hypothetically sad with me and hypothetically frustrated with me and you could feel it. So like without like them, you know, addressing their issue where, where it's like if, if you're in a room and someone wants to say something to you, but doesn't know how to communicate it with you, you can feel the angst. And, uh, sometimes when, when, you know, what, whether or not you could feel the angst or like you have that angst, it's just like, dude, like take a step back. Nothing matters, you know? And back to like the first point that we discussed is like, in the end of the day, nothing fucking matters help, unless it's family. Help me understand you know? that. Dude, it's like family, friends, people you love. And th th that's it. Like, dude, nothing matters. Like, that's it. That's the only shit that matters. And obviously food, because food is, oh, I love food. <laughs> um, every type of food, man. Oh, there's, being able to tour and eat food is the, is the real actual blessing of being an artist. But I have a gut issue, so I don't get to eat too, too much food. But uh, typically, like, Asian and, like, Asian cuisine, I just like my favorite. But, yeah, nothing matters. 
it's weird. My videographer and I, we do a fair share of uh, uh, hallucinogens and like healthy, obviously. And um, it's great to be able to ground yourself with those uh, uh, medicinally. And we've we have had so many conversations where it's like, dude, like nothing matters. And I'm like, you know, you are right. In the end of the day, it's like having him in my life matters more than the business that we do together and the money that we might make hundred percent. And like what other, what other things in life are, are like work enjoyment and that that's it. So it's like, so, you know, can you help me understand a little bit about what role hallucinogens play in your, what, what do you get out of using them? Like, what do they do for you creatively or I don't really make too many things creatively on them, but when I do a lot of work, sometimes I'm like, yo, Shrez, I'm coming over. And it's kind of just like a reset, you know? It's like an emotional reset where for that period, you, you don't have to deal with anything that you've dealt before. or And you can just live in that exact moment. For instance, like LSD is, it, it's great. It's like an intertwined experience that, that it's like, Maybe the perfect definition of YOLO, you know, like Carpe Diem, live in the moment. And you just live in that exact encapsulated um, high, for instance. And everything is super, super intertwined and every single point and every single memory is, in my opinion, is stored as one. And, you know, I don't do it that often, but when I need it, I'm like, damn, I really need to like like think about things. And and, and c can you help me understand what is your sense of when you need it? Like what do you detect within yourself that sort of tells you like signals to you, hey, it's like it's time for this? It's when you're ready. I don't know. Okay. Like you just know. It's just like a I don't know. That's a good question actually. I uh cuz I definitely will never do drugs when I'm not in a healthy place. That's just like stupid. So perhaps what, what me makes that being stupid? Like, because it will drive you down. And I've been, I've done, I've done mushrooms when I wasn't in a good place. And, you know, I, I think it was a expelling. I did a ton of expelling, but it wasn't a positive experience. Hmm. Um, and I believe that life should almost exclusively be positive. And, uh, you know, surround yourself with like, my team is amazing. I, you know, I, I was at the Junos and, Everyone on my team is so positive and so charismatic and loving. And, you know, you don't find that that often in the, in the music biz. And usually it's more like just business is business. Mm. But I like the wholesomeness is what I kind of strive for with people that I work with and people that like genuinely care about everyone else's well-being. And <laughs> it's really nice. And, uh, you know, like having like, I read this book called The Nonviolent Communication. I can't remember that Marshall something. I don't know. You probably read it. Great fucking book for, for business, for relationships, for this, for that, for family. And it just like has offered me the ability to like really grow and, and, and figure out the most effective ways to communicate and to have a safe workplace and like an emotionally safe workplace and whatnot. Um, I don't know where I was really going with this point, but when I know I need to do them, it's just like, I just wake up one day and I'm like, fuck it. Let's go have some fun. Okay. And, uh, you know, 
I, I don't do it. I don't do it because I need something. I think I do it because it's like, oh, I like, why not just have a little reset? You know, like Got a little it. press reset. You know, it's like uh, that that button. It's like um, done or it's done. I don't know. Home Depot button. Home. I don't fucking know. Whatever. Reset. reset sounds good. So so maybe what? it? Uh, yeah, I've, I've got. Let me. Can I think for a second, Alex? Think all the way. I'm going to get some water for my tea. Go back. The thoughts are browsing. Am I well lit up enough? I think I am. Yeah, I really the only go. thing is sometimes when you move, you move out of focus, but that's not when you like lean back in your chair. That's really the only thing, but otherwise it's fine. Okay. Um, so, so uh, Alex, I'm going to uh, kind of push you a little bit. So when you say nothing matters, so there's this kind of idea, like when, when I see a successful creator or when I imagine other people see a successful creator, um, the way that you live your life doesn't seem on the surface to the way you live your life doesn't seem like it's a guy who doesn't think anything matters, right? You're, you're kind of talking about doing more shows. You're talking about grinding. You're talking about kind of hustling. You're talking about, you know, waking up. You, you made 700 songs, a hundred of which the, you know, that does not sound like someone who, for whom nothing matters. And I, it gives me life. It doesn't. The, okay, it, it, it's hard because I'm figuring out how to uh, perpetuate the nothing matters. Um, I think that truthfully, I know deep down that like me making a new song, it's it's enough. Nothing matters. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. You know. Why it's like, not? Because. It just doesn't it, like it. I do it for myself, absolutely. But like, I'm just a speck on Earth, you know. Like we're all just specks on Earth, and uh, you know, I think the only thing that matters is like personal growth. And uh, you know, my goal for this year is to become like. Obviously, it's probably a little bit of an, uh, a a difficult ask, but like become like the best person I've ever been in my 26 years of life. And like, whether that's like, just having better relationships and and like, owning up the things that I've done. And and like, really just coming full slate clean. And like, that's what matters. You know, that's what matters. It's rather than like, you know, making money, like I, I love making money, my, my dad grew me up, you know, it's a capitalistic society, and we got to play the games sometimes. And, uh, uh, and I'm very fortunate to have made a lot of money and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm safe and, and it's amazing. It's actually like, it's beautiful. Um, and I'm, I thank every single one of my fans. Um, but it's like, nothing matters. I, I, I don't know how to explain yeah, so, it. So, so I, I, maybe, maybe we can clarify. Cause I, I don't, I don't think what I'm sort of hearing you maybe say is that the stuff that people traditionally think matters like money and fame and success that the more you've come to understand yourself in this world, those aren't the things that matter. 
and and sort of like if if you make a, a ten songs and none of them see the light of day, like that actually doesn't matter. Is that fair to say? Is that what you kind of mean by that? Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Like like yesterday, I was like, I don't know how much long, long longer I'll do music. You know, it is pretty grueling sometimes with touring and whatnot. But I mean, I could just like drop music and not tour. But I was thinking, I was like, damn, like. You know, once I'm done, like, I'm going to do something that actually matters. Like, you know, start a nonprofit organization. I live in Vancouver, and there's a really, really bad, like, drug problem downtown Eastside. And it's like, you know, it's the warmest place in Canada. So most homelessness mm. or homeless people come and they, they get, like, train tickets to come to, to Vancouver. Um, and it's bad. And I've, I've lived here my whole life, and I donate a lot of money to the, the Women's Center. Um, and I like 90% of all the free clothing I ever get, I just give it down. I just, I'm like, I'm not going to wear that shit. Like, you know, so I just yeah. give it to people who need it. Um, and I've always really, really always wanted to, uh, do something positive, like very positive. Like I wanted to be a doctor and I wanted to help people. And when I broke my back, I figured out how to be empathetic and because I, you know, I actually went through an experience that was really traumatizing. And I was like, how can I like, how the, how best can I help and give back? And I was like, well, I could just give back from being like an athlete and understanding that people go to physiotherapy, but never actually fucking do their exercises. You know, it's like, so I, I knew that. And I like from first experience and I was like, okay, well, that's what I'm going to do. And then I feel like I've helped a ton of people with my music and it's, it's, you know, it's an honor and I, I feel blessed to have the ability to just make shit in my bedroom and like make people happy you know it's great but i feel like i want i it's very hard to materialize sometimes through through the internet and you know i'm sure well, like what do you Twitch mean by that materialized well unless i'm doing shows like i don't see my fans you know like i don't like every time i do a show even though even if it's sold out i'm like is anyone here you know like just like mm. it, it's it's like kind of like that surreal feeling where it's like, what the fuck? Like, what is going on? This makes mm. no sense. Like, I shouldn't be doing this, but I am. And all of my friends are like, Alex, like the show is sold out. People will be here. Relax. And I like, I just have this weird aura around me that's like, you know, uh, whether or not it's like a perfectionist perspective, I don't know. Um, but what yeah. what is that aura around you what is it how does it affect you what does it create in your mind well you know growing up <laughs> i uh, my dad and my mom are pretty traditional and like they were like work them to a pulp type thing i started working at my dad's uh business like when i was like eight nine um you know, pay it under the table. Let's go. We got a little money. And uh, it was great. It was super positive. Um, but, you know, I'm a workaholic. And it's like, I just want my things. I want things that I work on to do well. And um, I'm, 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 you know, there's two sides of me because it's like, I don't care. I really don't. I don't want to care. But then I do because it's like, you know, I'm putting my personality. I'm putting my emotions in my music. Whether or not they're like ridiculous emotions, sure. But um, you know, I put I put a lot of time and energy into my music that I want things, you know, as anyone would, right? Um, it's like you want you write a paper that's seventy pages. Ideally, you pass. Um, so it's uh, when I was growing up, you know, 
I was the youngest of the family, and I kind of had it a little bit easy uh, in comparison to my brother and sister. And I feel like there's always just been like a weird little sense of like, you know, work harder, work harder, work harder, work harder. Um, like not necessarily like you're not enough, but like it's just like that workaholic mm -hmm. has been distilled in my in my soul. Yeah. My dad was working like 82 hour weeks before COVID hit. You know, um, my sister's doing her PhD in psychology. Um, and my, my brother's works his ass off being a photographer and my mom's Swiss Danish. So me showing up late, never a thing. Um, so that that's kind of like where I grew up. And like, that was like the, the vibe in the house. Uh, so, and you know, I'm, I'm fortunate to say that this is the first time my grandparents aren't doing too, too well, unfortunately. Um, and this is the first time I've ever felt family distress and it is such a fucking blessing. And I'm so thankful that I grew up in like a house that was very supportive and very strong and mm -hmm. very healthy. And Dude, I can't even, when I have kids, I got to do exactly what my parents did. And, uh, I just like, I can't thank them anymore. Soon as soon as they're ready for me to buy them a house and buy them whatever they want, like that's i'm all there like anything they want i just like can't repay them anymore it's fucking amazing so, so alex I, i'm noticing that there's a lot of um two sides to the coins when when i hear you speak so like you know kind of on the one hand you're sort of saying you know there's this workaholic tendency and then on the other hand like nothing matters and like what's important is important you know yeah. on the one hand you're very calculatingly because that's what you got to do in the business right like stay up with trends you know work on your socials like you know cultivate that kind of thing and on the other hand like none of that stuff really matters you know you could you could focus on making music or you could do shows um that you feel really grateful for the opportunity to like help people and support people and inspire people and make good music and at the same time you kind of feel like really disconnected from them um, even when it comes to things like health, like you're, you're someone who really prioritizes your health. And at the same time, sometimes you're hungover from time to time and things like that, you know, you kind of go too hard, maybe eat a little bit too much, so, you know, and, and even when it comes to things like the positivity, it's like, so, so when I, when I sit with you, I, I get the sense of someone who's very optimistic, someone who's very hopeful, but, but we sort of see, or I'm sort of hearing like, you'll use words like grueling, right? Like like what you're what you're setting yourself up for is going to have dark moments and what i'm kind of curious about is like so i, I almost see you as like the, just all of these I, I i think on the surface people may think they're conflicting i don't necessarily think they're conflicting i think it may be like integrating opposites as opposed yeah. to conflicting but i'm kind of curious like you know can you tell us a little bit about like the grueling part and like the hard part and like because most of the artists I've worked with, I mean, I think it's the shit that makes their music and art so profound. It's not the highs. Or, yeah, 100%. Or, or, or 100%. you know, it, it's the dawn after the dark night. And, and what I'm getting from you more today is the dawn. And maybe we're just catching you on a good day. But I'm super curious about sort of your creative process and, and what you've been through that's hard or, or, you know, like, can you share a little bit more about that? Yeah, so I guess there's like two sides of the business, right? It's like the music, the music itself and then like touring itself. 
And uh, music is chill. Totally fine. Just make it, put it out, hope it blows up. Fingers crossed. Do a lot of marketing, make a bunch of TikToks, make funny Twitter posts, and have fun with it. And uh, But touring sometimes, <laughs> it's tough. Um, you know, I have been dealing with, like, chronic sleep issues for, like, four, seven years. So I'm sleep-deprived, like, almost 24-7, and I'm probably burnt out for mm -hmm. the past two years. Um and when you're touring, especially if you're flying, it's it's like you go to bed at maybe one, you wake up at four, you go to the plane, you rinse and repeat for months. And uh, you know it's amazing. Like I like I love it. Being on stage is what makes it a uh, beautiful. Um, but it's just like it's exhausting, <laughs> and it's. You know, I've said I said I said this shit out myself, so it's obviously like my my fault. But so I can't I can't really be like the one to be like oh, it's not, I don't want to do it. But uh, but I do I really do I like genuinely do. But sometimes like for instance, I have vocal fry right now, and I've drank like thirty five liters of water in the past two days, three days. Like I've probably pissed out all my electrolytes, uh, and I get I get scared because I'm like oh shit like if I blow my voice right now like the next month is gone. Mm. And, and like, that's the stressful thing. I used to be totally fine with doing shows, but I ended up blowing my voice in Australia one, one time. And then it just like, has never really gotten better. And then I developed this like thing called SIBO, which is like small intestine bacteria overgrowth. And I can't eat dairy, can't eat sugar, can't eat gluten. So the touring I'm eating is not ideal as it used to be. Cause I used to eat the good, good all the time. Um, but you know, I go for Vietnamese food and that's like the one thing I love the most. Uh, but yeah, it's just difficult. Like it's, I didn't expect it to be as tiring. Um, but it's all worth it because you know, you, you, you get to see the people that make your life, your life. It's, it's like, I, I do it. I do it for myself. I make my music because I, it's an outlet and I, I'm, I'm so blessed to be able to do what I do but I do it for my fans because dude it's like you gotta you gotta repay them somehow and like the easiest way and the best way to do it is like you throw down a good show and like you take pride in your show and you show them that like this is a reason why I list, listen to this guy you know this is a reason why I, I list I like fuck with his music and it it's sick he's great he's a nice person and like I've always felt that trying to be give every single person as much time as, as humanly possible is, is, is like the best way to do it because they've given me, they've given me time. Time is money. And you know, I, I can buy time when I get Alex, older. if it's, you say it's all worth it. If it wasn't worth it, would you be able, would you know, would you notice, would you let yourself say so? Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. I'm pretty aware with when things aren't worth it. Um, I don't know what else I would be doing regardless. I do want to go back to school when I get older. Um, I want to get like a, a, de a degree in nutrition and work for like a, like a rugby team. Um, but I don't know. I, I, uh, I, I, I really think it is. I really think my life is amazing and I'm so happy to do what I do. What do you do and with it, the parts it, of yourself that doesn't feel like it's amazing? 
those those parts that I mean, so because this is sort of what I'm getting from you is like I I I understand that I see that you're resilient. I, I think that the challenge is that I think there's so many artists who don't who can't do what you've done. Right. They're the ones that wake up at, you know, you go to bed at one in the morning and then you wake up three hours later to catch a flight. And in the grand scheme of things, I think you've developed a, a healthy amount of detachment is what I would call it when you sort of talk about nothing matters. And we can talk about spirituality and stuff in a second. But like, bro, like that sounds rough, man. Right. Yeah. Like, it, 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 you know, I Dude, mean, sleeping on flights. Oh, I just wish. I wish first class wasn't so stupidly expensive and sleeping on flights was like applicable for me. I saw, I put like, I put my mask on, I put earplugs in and then I, you know, like the neck pillows, I wear it like this. So it's like a little like Teletubby and I like put my head on the side. Yeah. And, uh, dude, yeah, I just wish I, I wish I got like, I mean, fuck playing, dude. I hate planes. I, I know. I mean, I like Alex, there's a part of me that's a little bit worried that you're kind of like, you're eating up your life energy for the sake of what you do. Like, you know, your, your gut's kind of going out, like you're having trouble sleeping. Like I'm not trying to make a mountain out of a molehill here, but I'm, no, it, good. It, you know, it's, it, there's a part of me that's like concerned about the price that you're putting yourself through. Uh, I don't really know what to say to that. I mean, my dad, I was hanging out with my dad yesterday and I fell asleep in the, in, in the living room. He's like, bro, it's 4 PM. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm tired. Um, and he's like, he's like, you know, you're burning it. You're burning it too hard. This life you lead is too hectic. And it is, but it's fun. It's, it's, you know, I love it. I am an, I'm, I I love it. I uh How much of it is is that you love it and how much of it is that you can't afford to do it any other way? Right cuz I I'm, I'm sort of hearing because I I I I think I'm hearing both. You know, I I hear a lot of genuineness and if if my questions are offensive please let me know, but I'm also like Ooh. wondering cuz I I think part of the challenge is that when you love it it's so much easier to sacrifice yourself for it, you know? Oh, hundred percent. There's no, right? there's like, no, and then like the hustle I mean, rolls in and then the social media and you're doing so many shows and it sounds like you're not making a whole lot of money. And then like, you know, like here you are like wholesome, like doing it for the art and like, this is the music industry, man. Like someone's making money. It just may not be, you know what I'm saying? No, no, it is pretty cutthroat this business. Um, I don't know. I, I really, I, you know, that's probably something that I should like, I'm, well, that's something I know that I should think about more often. Um, you know, I, I had this manager, Antonio, and we, we ended up splitting because it was just COVID and no one was happy with anyone. And no one was doing well. No one was happy. And uh, I remember we got on a call and we had like a debriefing like four months later type thing. It was like a full-blown breakup type thing. It was pretty funny. And uh, now we're friends now and we, we work together again and it's great. Um but we were like, dude, we were killing ourselves, like just straight up, like ruining our, our lives. And, you know, we had a long conversation about it because, 
we were, you know, like we were spending like 18 hours a day just like trying to market my music and trying to push my music out. And like, you know, it, it was like statistically doing infinitely better than my music now. And like, but it's like, at what point, at what cost? Um, I do, I do definitely, there's no question in my mind, struggle with work-life balance. Um, and I know I have that problem. But it also comes from people who aren't as passionate. Uh, well, and I, I just like, lost are, you there. What, what do you mean? Does oh, it comes from people who aren't as passionate? It comes from people who aren't as passionate about not necessarily what I do, but about things. I, I when I focus fire on things, I focus really hard. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I, you know, I love, I love things. And I, when I, when I love, it's like it's a, it's, a, I love. Um, so I, uh, I've been trying to work on the work-life balance within myself type thing. It's like, rather than just like going to do things, I've, I've been trying to figure out specifically like what I need from both. Um, but it's, it's difficult, you know, it's sure. a very, that's, the, that's one of the most difficult things I've ever had to do in my entire life because I just, I love doing what I do, you know, and, uh. I feel like a lot of people don't have that ability to say that they do. And it's like, it's a goddamn blessing for me. Uh, you know, I wonder if that blessing comes with an obligation. Obligation in what sense? Like, you know, it, since you love what you do, does that mean that you can't take a day off? You know, since you are so lucky, if that comes with sort of like a certain amount yeah. of like, you know, you, you, you on the one hand, you wake up every day and you're ready to get out of bed, which is awesome. Like you have a lot to be grateful for. And also it's like, if you didn't feel like getting out of bed, would that be okay? Yeah, I hear exactly where you come from. Um, a good example was my friend Young Gravy blew up and I was still at university. He was still at university too. And I, uh, I just remember being like, I need to take this up a notch. I'm I am obliged because I have to do this. No one else is granted the opportunity to have a, a frequent collaborator like the most frequent collaborators of both of our BS blow up. And then I'm just like, dude, like I, we have an EP together. Like this is this is go time. Like so, I stopped like partying and I started drinking coffee at three in the morning and like sleeping less and just like working my ass off because I was like, I have to do this because I look down in the future, I'm gonna shoot my feet, you know, like, I'm like, why didn't I try? Like, why, like, why didn't I take this opportunity of a lifetime? And uh, maybe that's kind of where it came from, you know, like, uh, Alex, I, I like, yeah, I don't know. What does it take to succeed in this business? Um, <laughs> a lot of it is luck. A lot of it is facade. A lot of it is, uh, what, what was that facial expression? I asked you, what does it take to succeed? And it's interesting because you're so positive, but, and I was expecting a positive answer. It takes, it takes passion. It takes love, but you're like, Oh, fuck me. <laughs> it's, I, I don't know. I, I mean, one, the biggest thing, the biggest thing is just. Good music, if you can make it, 
and two is a lot of it because at at what point if you're making good music often are people not going to want to tune in you know that's just like that's just like a recipe for success it's like same with like clothing you make good music or good clothing often why wouldn't people want to buy it you make good food all the time new recipes why wouldn't people want to come to the restaurant you know what i mean it's like you just have to be innovative. You have to be creative. You have to be always on your toes. Um, I'm hearing what it takes is all the time. That's all the time, hundred percent. If if I like, I I did my first ten thousand hours before I blew up. So, you know, if that if that's a consolation of how much work this fucking shit takes. T- tell me about uh, tell me about the luck in the facade. Well, you you got to be interesting. I mean, I'm very fortunate to have presented my branding online as me. And I don't have to do anything else. I don't have to be anyone else. And it's great. And I don't have like imposter syndrome. And I, you know, I'm I'm very happy that Mm. I've done that. And I just get to literally be myself on a constant basis. Um, And I think that's also like a, a selling point with my brand is a lot of people like me. I'm just a nerd, you know, I'm just like a gamer kid. Like I'm wearing a Diablo 3 t shirt. You know, like, and I feel like people can relate to that. And I'm glad that I have been able to offer people a ton of, ton of like a safe place to relate to. Um, whether or not like my music is PG, but I mean, fuck it, who cares? Um, I'm not uh, hearing much of a facade. I'm kind of confused because what I'm hearing is that this is actually like authentically who you are. So what do you, what do you mean? Well, no, 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 that's for me. That's what I'm saying. I, I just like, dude, I met so many musicians mm. and they're not at all like what they perceive themselves to be online. And it's like, yeah, you can fall into the world where you become that person that you've created, but you need people to live vicariously through you. So you need to be cool. You need to be interesting enough, intricate. Whereas like, it's so, it's so interesting because I take Twitch as an example and, and, and streaming is everyone's real on it. There's just like no point of not being like, you know, unless you're Dr. Disrespect, I'm like legend, you know, like I, perhaps he is a little Dr. Disrespect inside, but like, there's no way he's like every day walks down and with coffee and he's just like wearing sunglasses and there's a green screen in the back. You know, it's like, he's obviously like, there's some of him there, but it, it's way more difficult because you got to be on fire for like seven hours. Right. And, and that's just, that's just not for me. Like I, I did Twitch streaming for a little while and there'd be days where I'd be like slam a coffee and be like go crazy. And then my voice would be hurting afterwards. And I'd be like, dude, I got to just not do that. I'm just going to watch Ma- master chef and just follow the beta or the, yeah. Like the, the master meta. Um, if that kind of answers the question. Yeah. I, you know, it's interesting cause this may sound kind of weird, Alex, but You're you're just really different from most of the people that I've worked with. Like, so I'm all for gratitude. I'm all for appreciating things. But like, you know, I I don't. I how can I say this? So I hit me with it. it, it, It's not it's not a bad thing. It's it's um so. I was hoping that when we had this interview, there are creators out there, budding musicians who could watch this and learn something from it and could 
could really take away something about what's made you successful and apply it to their own lives. But what I'm really hearing is that there's just so much about, you know, what you have that I think it's hard for people to take that away, right? Like, I think it's just so hard for people to take away. And that's why I'm so curious about where, where you're understanding where your gratitude like where does this come from like i can't tell if you're i i I can't tell the gratitude comes from all of my friends being like alex wake the fuck up what does that mean take a day off take a day off enjoy your life go Mm. outside touch some grass you know like but that's where that's where that comes from that's where like my my support group and my friend group is unbelievable um, and I couldn't have asked for a better friend group and, you know, couldn't ask for a better group of real people that don't yes man me mm. and if I send them a song and they hate it. They will say, this is trash, Alex, fucking go eat an egg. You know what I mean? Like, so that, that's where that comes from is like, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed to be around great people. Um, but I mean, when it comes to like the the to provide uh information of like how things have been done in my business is like i don't know how else to put it other than like just drop music all the time and do a ring of the social media don't don't discredit a social media because you might blow up on one social media first and like just update it every day if you want update it once a week sure that's all you got to do. That's like, and you just got to make good music. You just, you just got to make good music. So however long it's going to take you to make good music should be the moment when you realize or the moment that you're like, all right, now things might work rather than, rather than from the get, you know, like I know so many musicians in Vancouver that like have been working on an album for four years. And it's like, why haven't you put more music out? Because like, no one's going to care about the album. And it's like, you need a fan base to, you need to utilize your fan base. And like that fan base needs to help you. Um, And if they believe in you, they will, they will share it. They will come to the shows. They will post the shows. They will, um, they're your team in the end of the day. And it's like, it's great. I don't know. Does yeah. That, is that yeah. Yeah. So let, let me see if I, 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 I think maybe I had a bias in and of myself in that I wanted a romantic answer. You know, I wanted yeah, like, there's, like there's no oh, romance. There's no romance here. Man. No, there's I mean, no and I, I think that, that, that may be, that may be the message. Like, so what I'm hearing is like, you know, here's, here's your formula for success. The first is make a shit ton of music. Yeah. Most 100%. of it's going to suck. And, yep. and, that's just that's how it is right like it, it it's like a numbers game and the more you make the greater the chances like to cat like it's almost like you're trying to bottle lightning like you got to oh, catch those sparks completely that is that is it like unless unless you're the type of guy that's like a just like a genius like a genius like songwriter like but there's 10 a generation so that's just not the case um <clears throat> And like nowadays, there's just so much music. And like, if you don't compete with the output of music, there's 46,000 songs on Spotify every single day. New songs. 
new songs every single fucking day. And it's like 0.0001% of those get above like two per 2,000 streams. Isn't that crazy? Like absolutely mind-blowing. And it's like, how do you beat beat through the, like whack the weeds, you know? Like how do you get through the weeds? And it's like, you just need to reach out to people. You need to collaborate. You need to, that's the one thing I've, I've actually noticed with, with content creators. I, I guess that's like the best terminology to say it, like, uh, YouTubers and Twitch streamers is they're very open to collaborate. Very, very open. And it's, you know, whether or not it's like a little biased perspective because I am baby, no money. Like I have a brand and it's like completely separate from the world. Sure. But <laughs> they're very nice people. The music biz, not so much. Hmm. Um, and it, it, it's way more cliquey. It's way more um, the just like kind of, I hate to say this word, clout-based. And it's like if you don't have your shit up, if this shit's not going, no one cares. And it's like no one will care. And it's like it's difficult, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like whereas like the gaming world, dude, it's so nice. Everyone's sick. And I love playing video games with people. And it's like everyone's just funny. You know, it's like that's it. No one is like – no one's making sad music because they're sad or like sad gaming because they're sad. Everyone's just happy, upbeat. Like obviously people have their own shit they're dealing with for the most part. But like, you know what I mean? It's like, it's a completely different like tone. Yeah. I, I mean, I, 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 there's just so much I'm, I'm sort of starting to put together. So one is like, you know, it's this sort of tension between so what I'm really noticing about your life, Alex, is that you're like, you're walking a tightrope in so many different ways. So yep. there's like, you got to hold on to nothing, ma nothing matters because if you let things start to get to you in this world of social media and stuff like that, like it's going to tear you apart, right? You can't yep. let that aura of negativity start to take control. And balancing that is that you in the music industry, it is about clout. It is about who's popping off. It is about, you know, because there are 46,000 songs a day. And and in a sense, like in the industry, everything matters. Yeah. And like what I'm hearing about kind of your kind of the way that you've made it is, first of all, it's just make a shit ton of music because some of it's going to be bad. Most of it's going to be bad. But also that you've got to you've got to grind like on all the the other channels too. Like, it's like, you know, you got to keep yeah. up with socials. You gotta, you gotta do shows, you know, you gotta, you gotta spend everything you've got. You've got to be able to take criticism. And then also like in order for you to succeed, just given how much that squeezes out of you, right? Like it squeezes so much out of you. Cause you gotta, like, you gotta be getting on airplanes and you gotta post on Twitter and you gotta be making music somewhere in there. Yeah. Right. And so then how do you survive that? Like, you got to have solid friends. You got to have people mm -hmm. to keep you in check. You got to have people to help you unplug. And you got to... I, I found the, the, you know, the first couple of tours were like, okay, like, I'm going to party. You know what I mean? Like, why not? Like, this might not last. Ended up lasting. God bless. Um, and, dude, first tour was a shit show. Just don't... Like, I, I don't party much. The last time I party was at the Junos, and I, like, really partied because... So the Junos is the Grammys of uh, Canada, pretty much. And I got to perform, and I said on live television that I was no longer a virgin, and it was just 
Then I dapped up the health minister of Canada afterwards and Shawn Mendes. And it was just like the funniest shit I've ever done in my life. And like, it was so invigorating because it was on live television in Canada. And, you know, I, I think I, I think I tapped the bell for Canadian culture at one time. And, uh, I was like, okay, I got a party. I, I just like, I need to rage. And I don't party anymore because I have my, my, my gut issue. And holy shit, that set me back. If, if I was legitimately on tour, I would have had to cancel shows. Like, I was unable to speak for the past three days. And I haven't spoken. This is pretty much the first time I've had a conversation. And I'm glad because I'm using the the, the muscle yeah. again. And I got to go tomorrow. But just don't. Just treat yourself with respect yeah. when you're touring. That's the only way you're going to make it. Like, you you... Unless you're just like Motley Crue, which is hectic, but I don't know if it's it's just not healthy to do that. And you you won't last. Like you just you you will burn out so fast. Yeah, I'm. And, yeah, I'm hearing to, to keep up the pace. You've really got to you know everything from ginger tea to exercise to trying to sleep right. Because like I mean, it's going to take every ounce you've got, and it's going to take a little bit more. And so you've got to figure out how to stay on top of things as best as you can. Hundred percent, and and I think what's what's sort of sad about that answer is it's not this sort of like deep creative struggle, right? It's like it's waking up on time. It's like staying free of gluten and dairy, and and making it, making hundred songs that will never see the light of day, or six hundred songs yeah. in your case. It, it is the it is the struggle, man. It's the struggle. It, <laughs> not it, being able to eat pizza is a fucking struggle. Oh my goodness gracious, dude. Bread is so simple. The simplest carb ever. And you can just like, and it just fuels you past this. So, so simple, but nothing. It is what it is though. Cool. Yeah. yeah I, any questions for me so far, Alex? Anything that you're kind of curious about or anything that I've mentioned that you want to talk about? Nah, man. I, uh... Unless you, unless you have like a, uh, if, if anything's like sparked a trend thought process in your head where it's like, there are these weird, you know, it's like every single conversation always falls at one point. And it's like every single thing that I state is like, is like, there's a note where it's like, oh, that can probably be reiterated because of this. I would love to hear that. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, so I've, I've got a couple of thoughts. One is that I, I think, um. So I, I think you're pretty self-aware. And so you remember I was asking you, like, how do you know when it's time to take a day off? Yeah. And, and I think what's going on is that you can almost think about it like hunger or thirst, where now I'm, I'm starting to see a little bit better that, like, you know, given your work ethic and, and given your schedule and stuff like that, that, like, there's almost this, like, hunger meter or, like, I need a fucking break meter. That is kind of like in the back of your mind, like, how do you know when it's time to eat? You just some part of your body your mind just kind of tells you. Right. Yeah. And that's how, you know. And so I, I think that's. I think they're just you are pretty self-aware. And so I think that you've got certain dials that are kind of, you know, tuning up a little bit. And then you kind of really need to take a break because it does mm -hmm. sound like you kind of ride yourself pretty hard. Um. I think another thing that I think we could talk a little bit about, or I, I could share, because I, I know also, you, you know, you've got vocal fry and stuff, and and maybe I can I can do most of the talking for the next ten or fifteen minutes. But we could talk a little bit about spirituality, meditation, and the creative process. 
So, sure. you know, I think a, a certain amount of it is definitely grind. But as you were saying earlier, like I would almost describe or based on the work that I've done with people that, you know, it's a state of consciousness where you're like, it's almost like the flow state, if you've heard that term. Yeah. Um, but where where kind of ego is out of the picture, metrics are out of the picture, like y- even you are kind of out of the picture. And what you really are is like a conduit for music. And then everything is kind of flowing. And, and you kind of said that it happens rapidly, right? It's not like this analytical editing towards perfection kind of process. It's like, it's very spontaneous. Yeah. Um, I'm not surprised to hear that. So the, the, the thing that I've always struggled with in terms of helping people get to that state is I've noticed that some people, I do think, not necessarily in the moment, but that substance use maybe a week before helps you get there in a weird way. I, I, I do think that using substances gives people the impression that they can be in that state, but oftentimes they're not quite as productive. Less true yeah. of musicians and artists that I've worked with. Um, you know, and some people will use hard drugs and just be like super creative. I, I think they just pay the price over time and it's not really sustainable. But yeah, definitely. But but I, I think that there's, you know, and, and, and I would also kind of echo for you as well that all of the intellectual stuff is important following TikTok trends and stuff like that. But then like, I, I do think that there's this process where you pull all that stuff in, you know, you're paying attention, you're really working with your mind, but then the creation of music is when you transcend that process. You kind of like bring it all in and then you stick it in a pot and you let it ferment. And then what comes out is different from what went in. Yeah. You know, it's almost like brewing beer where it's like, okay, we're going to put in hops and we're going to put in this source of sugar and we're going to put in this and we're going to put a little bit of this making wine. And we're like, we're going to put in these different kinds of, and then like what you get out of it is something that is its own thing. And you may not even be able to detect the components. Um, but I, I think that flow state is actually really, really important. Uh, no, and, and, totally agree. And cultivating, and I think that's where I'm. I'm not surprised, or I'm. I'm happy to hear that you know you do exercise, you you do take care about your diet and and things like that, because I think all that stuff has to be there in order for you to really channel that state of consciousness. Because the thing is, you yeah. can't call it up. It's not a skill. Even with all of your experience, you'll enter into it, and you'll be kind of like, you know, it'll be coming out of you, and then you'll lose it. And those 600 songs that never see the light of day are when you're trying to create and you don't access it. Um, and so that was just one thing that I, I, you know, I just thought was kind of interesting because to, to hear you really talk about that kind of deeply profound sort of state that you get in where it's like, you, you know, like it, it's almost, it feels transcendent to me. Yeah. No, I mean, it is. It's honestly just a regurgitation. Uh, inspiration is kind of like a regurgitation of what you've taken in for the past X, Y, Z. So <clears throat> your point is very accurate. Um, and, uh, you know, sometimes I even even lyrically, sometimes I will take inspiration uh, from something that is relevant or something that is like newly relevant. Uh, or unfortunately, sometimes I just like, don't update my music afterwards. I write it. And then sometimes there's just like, I remember there was one song I put out in like 2019. It was like 2017. What up? And then, <laughs> and then uh, you know, it's just like, but whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, 
the other it's question, all the vibe. The, the other yeah, question that I had for you is, can you tell me about Kendrick Lamar? He's a goat. Like his last album, the song uh, "We Cry Together." I don't know if you. I don't know if you listen to Kendrick. Um, Not much. But his last song or his last album's great, and there's a song called "We Cry Together," and it's, it's like a five minute song with uh, I think some actor, a voice actor or an actor, but it was him arguing with his significant other, and it's just genius. Like, I don't know. You got to go listen to it. They're just arguing. It's it's pretty much like the heated amount of an argument from typical relationship shit into them going to have sex. And it's just yelling, swearing the whole way through. And it's just there back and forth. And it's like, how is this a song? And, it, you know, mm -hmm. it is a song. It's just genius. And it's like, you don't... you we're living through a time where he's like going to be like a legend, like a, like a, like undeniable legend to the point where people a hundred years from now may, may listen to Kendrick Lamar. Um, what, and that, that's a blessing. What, what is it? What is it that makes him so good? Um, what do you respect about his work? <laughs> it's very contextualized which a lot of music nowadays has no relevancy towards other songs. For instance, my music. Um, and he, you know, in a day and age of singles and just one type song drops, he still drops albums that are albums. And, you know, a lot of other musicians do it, but he does it just better than most. Um, can, that's pretty much it. Can you it's help? just admirable. Can you help That's me understand all. what do you mean by contextualized? Like everything sounds like it fits. Like um, as an album. As an album, yeah. Like you listen to like Pink Floyd, you know, back in the day. It's like when you run it, run an album, you run the album. You, you like have to listen to it in full because it just makes so much sense. They were the mm -hmm. first people that were doing like beginning and end of songs that were running into the to the older songs when they like the it would keep mm -hmm. on the vinyl it would go through, right? So, and they were the first people to do that. And like, look at them, legends, you know? Um, like, I, I recently just listened to a bunch of Pink Floyd again. And I was like, holy shit, they made some hits. Like, really good songs. And, you know, they went down in, in history, for sure. They're, they're still, you know, they're still history. Like, it history in the making is right now with Kendrick Lamar and like so, some of these other greats and he just he just embodies like an album really well um and it it, it it's almost like he's painting a picture his his songwriting ability is is fabulous um and it's very vivid almost mm. like good mad city is probably one of my favorite albums ever and there's like a there's a scene where he's talking about like how his uh his friend was shot and, and what's it called and there's so many sound effects and there's so much like uh imagery just mm. distilled in your brain when you're listening to the song and it's like holy shit like i can see this photo mm. i can see this happening and not many musicians have that ability you know what i mean like like i can say like pee pee poo poo and stuff like that and fun stuff but like my my next 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 album i'm really going to spend i'm gonna dial it in
and I want I want it to be the best work of art that I've ever made, unquestionably, to the point where it's like, you know, it's one of those things you nod your head and you're like, all right, like he did his thing here. And then at that point, I don't know what I want to do with music afterwards, but that'll probably come out next year. Um, and I'm excited to like go to an island and get a studio and stay at this island for two months and turn my phone off and just let it let it all out. So, um, but that's why I like Kendrick. Kendrick is really great at painting a picture that yeah. not many musicians can. Uh, I'm, so just to see if I kind of understand what you're saying. So like the first thing is that in this world of content creation, right? Which is such a, it's such a soulless kind of it like, like algorithmic, you know, like we're, we're moving from blogs to vlogs to video essays to TikToks to, you know, a world from blogs to Twitter, right? 160 characters. Everyone's making standalone songs, and and Kendrick is making an album. He's yeah. he's elevating it. It's like back in the day, like I mean, I don't even know if you're you're gonna remember this or if you were when I was growing up. Like you know, episodes for cartoons that I used to watch were not narrative. They were like one episode, and it has no connection to any of the other episodes. And nowadays, mm -hmm. what we have is we'll have like TV shows that are like narrative right they tell like one story over the course of a season or multiple seasons or things like that and i'm almost hearing you kind of say that that what kendrick lamar does is his whole album is like as you mentioned contextualized so it all fits together so everyone yeah. else is making like you know one-liners and he's just building something that's larger which is so much harder to do i mean he genuinely also has the ability to do that because like musicians nowadays like if you just you just gotta drop singles until like you get a fan base, and like he's one of the biggest in the world. So if I was at his level, and I didn't drop like a an album that was like all front to back type thing, then I'd be doing my a, a ginormous disservice to myself. Sure, uh, because like that's what I want. That's what every musician wants. They want to be able to dial it in and write exactly like like a perfect album. You mm -hmm. know they want. You know, obviously, his music is incredibly subjective, but they want to be able to write a front to back type thing where <clears throat> if you have that big of a fan base, like you can afford to do that, you can afford to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Whereas like me, like singles naturally just do infin infinitely better than album songs. Like if you go into any one of my albums, like my album tracks, like on a good day, they'll be doing like six, seven million in half a year. Whereas like a single probably will be sitting at minimum 15, 20. And, you know, it's just like arguably like it's, it's a night and day type of effect. Sure. Um, so, yeah, Kendrick's Kendrick's gate. Great as hell. He's the best. Uh, and it also sounds like he's able to use music to paint a picture, which is. Oh, oh well, wow. you know, which is which is so interesting just from a neurological perspective. Like I'm so yeah. curious what's happening in the brain, in in terms of how that how that happens. Um, You'd be surprised. I, I, it's funny because we know absolutely jack shit about the brain, right? So maybe in the future we'll know. But uh, but I actually like I want you to go listen to We Cry Together after this. Sure, and I will. Like just experience it because it's 
It's not something that you turn on at the party. It's barely something that you turn on with the boys. It's barely something you turn on in the car. It's like you listen to it, and you're just like, wow, like this is like a work of art. This is like literally sure. art. So it's it's great. And and Alex, what I'm also hearing from you is that, you know, this is going to be your year to really make the best music you've ever made. I mean, knock on wood. Um, but yeah, January, February, I've already told all my producer friends and all my friends. I was like, do we get I was like, we got to dial it in. I like exercise beachfront, you know, like eating wherever island I'm going to be on, eating local food every day, fish, you know, like living the life of, 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 of a successful musician, but more importantly, making what I really, really, really have been dying to do and like, like actually dial it in, you know, and like, yeah, however long it takes. Yeah, I, I think it's it's going to it's interesting because you talk about sort of living it up. But what I'm sort of hearing is that you're going to need every percent that you can get. You're going to need every drop that you can get to really create what you need to create at the level that you're talking about when dialing it in. It's like you're going to need that atmosphere. You're going to need the sun. You're going to need the fish. You're going to need the, the waves. You're going to need it all. Because yeah. it's going to take everything you've got, and it's going to take more. So you better set yourself up for success. No, hundred percent. I'm, I'm, I actually like haven't been excited for something in a while, and like I'm really excited because like I finish all my shows in December eighteenth, and then I'm gonna probably do Christmas with my family, and then and then I'll leave. But yeah, it's gonna be sick. I'm gonna have so much inspiration because it's so difficult to write music on tour because voice and this and that. Yeah. So it's gonna be great. I. uh I'm excited for the future. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like we're at a, a good point to stop. What do you think? I'm all for it, man. I, I, I really appreciate you jumping on and uh, allowing me to vent. And, and you know, I like I like hearing things back to me. So, I think, yeah, no, uh, I, I was going to say I, I really appreciate you coming on and I explaining Kendrick Lamar to me and and a lot of other stuff. Um, but I, 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 I really just love to hear about your creative process and sort of like, you know, what it takes and what you've been through and how you manage it. And just in terms of the, the picture you painted in my mind of, of what January or February is going to look like, all I can say is like, I wish you the best of luck. And I think this is what you've been put on this earth to do, man. So you gotta, you gotta tell my friend, uh, my friend's mom talked to a medium and I was like, she was like, can I mention your voice and or, or, or your name? And I was like, sure. I'm like, whatever. Like, I, I love the mom. And uh, she was like, the medium said, you're put on this planet to make music. So maybe, maybe awesome. she was just regurgitating what you were going to say. And uh, yeah, I, I think I am. I, uh, you know, it's not the best, but it will be. So that's the goal, right? Words to live by. Yeah. Thank you very much, There's man. Oh man, thank you. I as many I ate like six halls during this and drank like four cups of tea. So we're hydrated and now I'm gonna go get some food. So thank sounds, you for your time. Man. It sounds like a plan. Thanks so much for coming on. Best of All luck right, to absolutely. you, man. Take care. Cheers, Bob. Have a good one.